All right, Wayne Bettis here, the founder of the Off The Tools podcast. I just want to introduce you to our brand new sponsor, directplumbingsupplies.com. It is founded by a former tradesman who has set up his own plumbing and heating merchants. He has an online shop, which is obviously at directplumbingsupplies.com, and he delivers across the UK. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of the show. Welcome to another installment at the Trades Growth Summit. My name is Wayne Bettis, and as you know, we are here to raise money for Help for Heroes. If you're watching this, I know you've donated, but I'm going to plug this every single time. Go back and donate again. It's all for a good cause. Cause The content you're getting over these three days has been absolutely sublime, and today is doing another Trade Spotlight and we, I would love to introduce Mr. Chris Myers, who is the owner of Uber Boiler Installations. Welcome to the Trades Growth Summit, Chris. Hi, Wayne. How are you? Very well. I see you're in your van, so I'm guessing you've got a busy day planned ahead. Yes, yeah. Always busy this time of year. Well, the last 18 months, but always this time of year. <laughs> It's good, good, good. Plenty of money being earned, hopefully. That's that's the mission, yeah? <laughs> hopefully, yeah. <laughs> so, um, obviously, we're speaking to people that have that have been in the in the forces and retrained into into the trades industry. Can you just give us a little bit of a, a backdrop onto to Chris to who you are, you know, your early days, what led you to join the army, what you did, and and yeah, just just sort of go through your, your story. Yeah, no problems. Um, well, to be fair, I wanted to join RAF as a pilot, um, but my mum and dad didn't turn half of Buckingham, so I, that, that were a route I, I couldn't take. So um, my uncle ended up being in a regiment in army called Signals and did really well off that. It's a telecoms regiment. So I uh, I went down that route instead, uh, well, as well as um, did telecoms, joined up 97, came out 2001. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've done. I came out, retrained, well, did lots of dead-end jobs first before I retrained plumbing. Um, and then it's just spiralled from there. I've paid for my gas course and what carried on going. You, what made you firstly join the army? Like, what was, how old were you? What was that deciding factor um, for you to go in? I'd wanted to go in, well, since I was pretty young. Um, but then... Like I said, I joined Air Cadets um, and I, I changed to wanting to be in RAF. But then when that weren't possible, I just fell back on, on wanting but wanting to be military at least. That was, the, yeah. I suppose, the, the end goal. So um, then, like I said, with, with me not being able to, to go in RAF, I ended up being in, being in Army. Um, they gave me op, uh, options of different regiments and things. And like I said, when I saw the signals were one of them, um, that my uncle were in, then I thought, well, I might as well do that. He's, he's done quite well off it, so hopefully I should uh, maybe do, do the same. Yeah, why not? And uh, what age were you then when you when you when you jumped in? Um, I was just under eighteen, or just before my eighteens. So, oh, and so, came so, out just so, before so, I was twenty-one. Right. So, okay. So, some some informative years, so to speak. In then, I would say that age. That yes. Age yeah. I was thinking we hormones when I came out. If I'm honest, um, <laughs> I 
got a girlfriend at home who are, uh, gave me a lot of grief and that was one of the main factors. Um, granted, it only lasted about six months when I came out, but um, yeah, it's one of them things. I, I, I probably wouldn't change it, to be fair. It's, it's, it's been all right what I've done since. So. Was there any big lessons learned, you know, in, in that military that has, that, that has stood, you, stood you well in your career further, further on? Yeah, I was cheeky. I was a cheeky little shit for about five minutes until I'd done enough press ups that my arms were going to fall off. So that sorted me out pretty quick in that respect. Um, but yeah, just obviously, go on. I'm trying to think think at words, but just been a, a decent human being, you know. Um, Humility, work respect, ethic, work uh, ethic. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, things like that. So. So when when you left, then you mentioned that you had a few dead end jobs and whatever. What, what where was was there a connection to plumbing, or did you just sort of fall into into the plumbing arena? Um, really, I did. I, I was working at a tool hire um, shop for quite a while as a driver. Eventually, became manager, um, and tools had no interest with me at all. But then I kept seeing plumbers coming in and out, and and on about work and, and jobs and things like that um, and then when I got made redundant from there I just thought well I'm gonna I'm gonna try my hand at plumbing now I went and had a look at a few courses and got in touch with a an ex-forces agency who told me I'd unused resettlement training um like vouchers if you want yeah um, and one of them I could do a plumbing course with so that's what I went with and, and did that um, granted, it was it, it was a city and guild, so it was an eight week course, and I was under no illusions that I needed the experience. I ended up working for a lot of agencies for a couple of years. Where obviously, that gave me experience. We're working with a lot of different companies, a lot of different other plumbers, a lot of projects and things. And then eventually, I got confident enough to do work on my own on side, and then that spiraled, and it, it eventually grew up to where I am now. Oh wow, fantastic! So, so the army funded the the initial eight week course, but then basically yes, you yeah. had to you had to put the legwork in to build up that experience. Then it that's like. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fantastic! And and obviously you mentioned that you then obviously went out on your own. So, how did you find how did you find that in the early days? How well, first of all, how long have you been in business on your own? Um, fully self-employed, not relying on, on agency work or, or subbing or all like that. Um, six years I've been, okay. been fully self-sufficient. And um, how, how like did you said, find that in the early days then? It wasn't too bad, to be fair, because when we're working for a lot of companies, like I said, evenings and weekends, I'd go out doing private work anyway. Um, and it was when my private work were overtaking me, working wage that I thought, well, I'm going to, I'm going to make that jump. It's a good time to, I can make same, if not more doing what I'm doing the hours after work. Then if I do full time, I should be able to make a, a good crack at it. Yeah. It's, it's a very similar story, isn't it? Like I think m- many of the people, no matter what, yeah. industry, what, what, what trade we're in, you know, it, it sort of all follows this, this pathway of, you know, you start doing the private jobs, the private yeah. jobs start to, start to pick up and, and start to take a, and demand a lot of your time and then and then you jump in. Yeah. So did when you when you were out there on your own, you know, was there any bits where you were struggling with the business side of things or did you sort of take to that quite well? Um still do. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> not, yeah, we're not. It's one of them things that you tend to learn as you go and wing it a lot of time. Um, I eventually, before I fully went fully self-employed, I, I joined up with Craig Wilkinson, who was one of the speakers, I believe. Yep. Uh, um, I joined his, his his group. It was when I joined years called the Trades Home, um, and it was purely just trades people, networking, and things like that, uh, business coaching. So um, I took a lot away from that. Um, still not perfect, obviously, but that was a, a good good head start, a good a good insight into things at a foundation level. Yeah. And and was you doing all plumbing and heating? Is that it was you just an all rounder then? Yes, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um obviously I started off just plumbing um and then progressed to doing my gas. Um and like I said, that war just about six months after I'd done my gas course were when I'd I went fully, fully self employed. Did you fund did, the gas yes, course yeah. yourself? Yeah, that was like an investment I did, yourself that yeah. you did. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. And again, like with the with my plumbing course, I've done a couple of year um subbing with a gas company, and that's why I thought, well, I can go down the gas course route. Because um, I know people don't like fast trackers, um, <laughs> um, but I knew I needed to get the experience as well as the qualifications. It's like a catch twenty two. It's like driving, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I, I was lucky enough to to be working with a guy for a couple of years before I, I decided that yeah, I, I think I've got enough experience to now now go for my gas and and be competent and safe. Oh, excellent. And um, your company now, though, you've sort of made made a few changes, haven't you? Um, so I have, yeah what, yeah. what is it you're doing doing these days? Um, primarily boiler installations, repairs and servicing. Uh, that's his main. We did start off plumbing and eating, um, but I suppose like a, a lot of us, um, I've just started focusing more on boilers and eating now. Excellent. What what led to that decision? Like, how did you how did you go down that path? Um, it was just to be fair. I was earning same in a in nearly a week fitting a bathroom as I could in a day day and a half fitting a boiler, and it's a lot less stress, hassle, um, things like that. So we aren't sounding too shallow. It was kind of monetary as well as effort based. Yeah. So that's uh, that that was my main main reason for going gas ah cool yeah no it makes perfect sense doesn't it you know and there's people on the other side of that that feel that doing a bathroom is a lot easier than doing a few boilers do you you know what i mean that's the yeah yeah. that's the nature of this this industry people have their preferred you know whether it be a a sparky might like doing rewires or another sparky might like just to change some light fittings you know throughout the day it's it's the variety isn't it that's what that's why i love the trades industry you know, because yeah, there yeah. is such variety. You know, you can have site work, you can be a house basher, you can be in social housing, you can be in maintenance, reactive. There's so much, isn't there, that that, that, that it offers. Yes, yeah. I oh, know. And to be a... fair, we all complain about customers, but it's a nice variety of people you meet. If you've got a week service and you go into 30 different people's houses or whatever, and then. Again, if you're on a boiler for a couple of days and that, it's uh, like I said, you meet a good variety of people. Yeah, yeah. I won't lie, right? 
one of the things I miss from you know, obviously I'm not I'm not on the tools out there anymore. Um, yeah, is is that interaction with all them clients? Like, like you just summed it yeah. up perfectly there. You know, you can quite easily be 30, 40 customers in a week. Um, yeah. Whereas now I'm not customer facing because I, my main role now is coaching other businesses. You know, I don't yeah. get to see them customers in, in, in their houses like I used to. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that's kept me sane over the last 18 months where people have been locking themselves away and struggling with mental health. I've still been out there as status quo still going to people's houses seeing people so i think that's that that's kept kept me sane <laughs> yeah yeah no I, I i think i've noticed that a lot with 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 trades people you know we are yeah. thankfully the vast majority of us have if anything probably been busier you know you know mm. i've not spoke to many people that have that that have been struggling you know yeah um I think there are some tough times ahead, but um, I think we compared to like more retail based where they like physically had no option to not work. Like my, like my family, they, they were like furloughed for months and months and it must take, it must've took its toll on people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I was going to say, I think people, what they've not been spending on going out and holidays, they've been having houses done out. Yeah. Jobs that they've been putting off because they want to go to Marbella or whatever, and they, they can't. So, a perfect opportunity to get something done in house. Hundred percent, yeah. Especially last year, I think where everyone had these refunds from these free five thousand pound holidays or whatever it was. That it, yeah, mo- yeah. money burns a hole in people's pockets, doesn't it? Does. it? So it's like, <laughs> how can I get rid of this quickly? Right, okay, let's let's get a boiler yeah. or get a bathroom or or get that kitchen done or whatever it might be. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I got my refund back. I should have been in Maldives in December for my 40th. Oh, um, that didn't happen. I mean, luckily, I got it sorted out again. But I reckon by the time I'll be able to go back, it'll be underwater. <laughs> <laughs> so, so is it all rebooked that holiday? Um, no, not yet. Um, it's like I said, it's, it's one of them. I'm that busy at the minute. I booked yeah. off last December for it, um, but it's just that busy. I, I just and it's not the 40th anymore. So, <laughs> yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, yeah. No, you missed the boat there, so to speak, isn't it? A bit if, if you're already 40. Yes. What's, yeah. So what's your what's your plans then for your business now? You know, where where, where is it you want to you wanna go on a personal and business level? What are you trying to achieve? Um, on a business level, if I'm perfectly honest, something like you've achieved yourself. Um, yeah. that's, that's my gut. That's my ultimate goal, to, to be honest. Um, it's not working out too well at the minute, but uh, that, again, that's, that obviously I need to, uh, I'm stuck in them wedges that Francis was on about on them triangles. Yeah. And I'm on that weird. I'm, I'm that busy that I've not the time to sort of learn things. If that learn the next level. Um, so I think, yeah, you, I, I call it the success be. trap. It's, I call it the success yes. trap. It's where you 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 get stuck between a rock and a hard place because you're you're good at your job and you're doing all right. You know it it actually yeah. holds you back from from taking that next step. But you know for those yes, yeah. for you and for anyone listening, you know the, the you've got to push through it. Especially you know you, you're you, yes. you're military yeah. trained. You know you know how you know endurance. You know how to overcome adversity and and challenge and. Yeah. and Patience, perseverance, and and uh, discipline—you know—we'll we'll, we'll yes, see you yeah. through. I'm sure. So, 
Um, so the next, obviously you mentioned you're really busy at the moment. Um, yeah. is, is it next year? Do you know, do you plan to, are you looking to take on staff? Is that what you want to, you want to try and get to, or is that a few years down the line or? Um, it's, it's one of them. I'm at that point where I'm, I'm too busy for myself. There's not enough hours in there, but I'm not enough to justify taking on another member of staff yet. And it's that, that leap and finding somebody who you can actually trust to do the work. Yeah. Um, so, like you says, I'm I'm stuck on that between a rock and a hard place. It's do I do I take a cut in wages and and supply for somebody else and hope it it gets busier and busier, or or just keep on doing what I'm doing and hope it because it, it's one of them you can't get too busy for one person to justify. To, it, it's very awkward. It's a very hard place it's to what, be. What in, come, you know? It's what comes first, the chicken or the egg, isn't it? You know, do you? Yes. Do you, yeah. Does you can't have the work for two people because you wouldn't have the work because there's only one of you. <laughs> and yes, you yeah, know, it's, yeah. it's, it is at, at one point though. There is that point in time where you just have to put one foot one foot forward, you know, and yes, and, and yeah. just go go with that decision, commit to yeah, it, make that and, leap. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I try not to use the word leap because. You know, I think for most, it's not actually a leap because once you once you actually take that little step forward, you quickly realise that okay, well, yeah. you, the work fills up quite quickly to to the new capacity. It's like like putting a bucket yes, out. Yeah. It might be full at the moment. If you put a bigger bucket, you're damn sure it's going to fill back up just as quick. Yes, you know what yeah. I mean? with, with the yeah. English weather. So um, yeah, I'd, my, my advice there would be to uh, to maybe look at taking that step don't 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 yeah, sit in yeah. the, don't sit in this another this thing that sort of <laughs> that holds you with that though is that all your work is because of who you are as well as what you do but the customers tend to buy into you yeah and it's that if i send somebody else is 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 old mary who i've been doing for the last few years gonna be well that's not chris i i'd I'm not. I, I don't know if I like this new person is sent, or I don't know if I like that it's it's not Chris. So you, you know, it's 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 a difficult that, transition. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Everyone goes through it. Okay, there's there's not one small business that hasn't had that. Um, yeah. In my experience, it's a transition period. So, like my strategy was to be involved with them at the beginning. So like I was answering the phone, I was replying to email. So they were still getting their little dose of Wayne. Right. Um, yeah. And then, and then over, over a course of a year, two years, you know, they, they were then speaking to the office lady, not me, you know? So to the point now where my name, my name very rarely gets, gets mentioned just for those that know, you know, the, I built my business to, to basically be a, asset that produces an income with very little input from me do you know i've put in yeah, years of yeah. hard work i'm not saying it's easy do you know you have to work hard now to not have yeah. to work hard in the future and um that was my strategy you know it was always to build it to the point where i could just remove myself um yeah. and it's so it is possible it's just you've got to be you've got to have a strategy around it and and like i say mine was like weaning a baby off of off of milk you know you just slowly reduce it and that's what i did i slowly reduced me in it and like now if you go through my my what nearly 500 reviews online 
Yeah, the early 300 probably all mention Wayne quite strongly. Wayne and his team. Yeah, yeah. Wayne and Wayne, 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 Wayne. Whereas now, you know, it's, oh, Rebecca and, and Tonino or Alex and Patrick or, you know, whoever it might be or the office was was wonderful. My name very rarely gets gets mentioned, which is a bit strange because it's yeah. like my business yeah. and it's like, <laughs> oh, it's not my name now. Um, yeah. but that's part of the, of the growth strategy that I've got, you know, which, yeah, uh, which yeah. works for me. Um, so you can certainly do it. it. You will lose customers though. You know, I have lost customers yes, where yeah. they're like, oh, we wanted Wayne. And I'm like, well, Wayne isn't available, <laughs> you know? So they're, yeah. they're like, okay, well, <laughs> yeah. that's it. But you know, you can't, you can't keep it. You can't please everyone. And fundamentally no, no. like everyone probably watching this, you're in business for yourself and your family. So why am I going to put other people's yeah, yeah. opinions and views ahead of mine? Does that all make sense? Yeah, yeah. I mean, on the flip side to that, there is, if you don't answer the phone, they ring somebody else. So we worry about customer loyal about trades loyalty, but customer loyalty is very, very little. You've just nailed nailed it. I, you know, absolutely nail on the head there. Yeah, you know, if they if you don't get back to someone and don't answer your phone quickly. That they've got no loyalty to you. They're ringing. Yeah. They're ringing the next plumber or the next electrician or the next carpenter, or whatever yeah. it might be. Um, so we we put too much. I believe we put a lot of stress on ourselves as tradespeople, trying to keep these customers as happy and and be loyal to them when maybe they wouldn't be so loyal to us if 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 the if it was reversed. Yeah. It's a balancing act, though, because you've obviously got to look after customers. You know, it so, it's a bit Gosh, of a yeah, yeah. hypochondriac there, isn't it? But um, right, <laughs> we're coming towards the 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 end of the interview. Uh, is there any any sort of anything you wanted to get across? Anything we haven't covered off in in, in this chat? Um, no, I think we've been. I think we've, we've covered everything. If anybody's thinking about it, just uh, like I said, go for it. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's a rewarding job at end of day. Yeah, we complain a lot. <laughs> we tradesmen, I think we're meant to. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's I, I, I do find it quite rewarding when I've, I've got somebody's eating back on and how thankful they are. Yeah, so uh, go for it. Excellent. Well, thank you for, firstly, thank you for your service. You know, when you was in the army, uh, thank, thank you, you for taking your time out to have this chat with me. As you know, it's, it's to raise money for Help for Heroes, um, so we really value people's time because, you know, um, everything we're doing for this Trades Growth Summit is to raise as much yeah. as we can for a charity that gives so much back to people that have given so much to for our, for our freedoms and our country. So, um, so I'll get your cards you, out. Yeah, get your bank card <laughs> out. Go and uh, donate some more money and yeah. uh, enjoy the rest of the day. See you soon. I really hope you enjoyed the show. Um, I just wanted to pull it out there for anyone listening that I offer business coaching, but also life coaching. My life is centered around something called the free Bs, which stands for body, business and balance. When you work with me as a coach, we tackle all three aspects of life. So you as an individual, body, mindset, health, fitness, knowledge, education, 
Business B obviously stands for your business, improving, maximizing opportunities, elevating, making more money. And balance stands for your friends, family, loved ones, you know, making time for everything in your life. And the three Bs is the core element to that. If you'd like to learn more, I would ask you to reach out to me on uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, wherever you might be consuming my information. Um, or you can email me directly at wayne at offthetools.co.uk. I'm here waiting to assist you to elevate across all aspects of life. Have a good one. No excuses. Let's go.